This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. What do you say, Al? What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. So another day. What are we, Thursday? By you Thursday. should have seen. And I think, I could be wrong, I think you passed on this spot. You should have saw the parking spot I got this morning. All right. On Charlton, I'm directly across from you on the good side. Okay. I've got, I would say, there might be a space of three or four inches in front and maybe that much behind. Directly across from me on the Charlton, on the street called Charlton, that is what I call Rat Central. I do not park on that side. Even on the high side by Hudson? Well, as long as you're beyond the moving company. I was not. If you're in front of the apartments, I don't park there. You know, I Across was... from the moving company, that was not available when I came. Okay, so then you didn't pass on that spot. I must have just got I, lucky. I parked on a mound of snow. I noticed that. Yeah. I, you know what? I give you a lot of credit when Thank I saw you. you for actually taking that spot. That's right. And not worrying about your car. Oh, this you'll love Because this. my car's got 110,000 miles on it right now. I will do whatever I want to do with that car. <laughs> do you own it yet? Uh, October, I will own that. That's exciting. Yes. How fast will you keep your car with no car payment before you run out and get another car? I think uh, I, I really feel like I'm going to run this car into the ground. You are? Yeah. And that's a good car, so that'll go for another few years. Because sure. my main man, Dave Ramsey, says you should never have a car payment. Yeah, but you love Buy a Dave used Ramsey. car and pay cash. Well, I don't know about not having a payment at all, but I do believe in... Not buying the brand new car, but that's always been. Yes, me. I, I always believe a car off lease is the way you go. I have uh, always purchased a car. I have not bought a used car mm-hmm. since, uh, honestly, my very first car I ever got. Oh, is that true? But I will. I am going to buy used cars from now on. I'm telling you, used car off a lease program, right? Because the dealership has taken care of it. So I'm not saying for you not to buy a new car out there. Okay, There's Jerry. nothing like buying oh, a new car. People, yeah. But I do think cars off lease programs are good. How about this though? And I'm not. I love dealerships. They're all good. And this is a friend of mine. This is the best part. This is a friend of mine. <laughs> His dealership. I had to get it. Now, usually when a headlight goes on a car, I replace the bulb. I know how to do it. I used to do it. Whatever. You go to AutoZone. You go to one of these places, Pet Boys. You get the bulb for, I don't know, $9, 10 12 maybe $15. All right. Replace the bulb. I would have good. no clue how to do that. How much did <laughs> We brought my wife's truck in yesterday just for an oil change, and I thought there might be an issue with the headlight because I noticed when we were driving there, hers go on even during the day sometimes, and I thought one was out, but I wasn't sure. So I get a call about an hour after we dropped the car off. Uh, your left headlight's out. Would you like us to replace it? 
Yeah, just do it. Go ahead. This way it saves me the headache. I'm so busy with the Little League right now, I can't even keep my head straight. How much do you think they charge me for it? $45. Damn. How'd you know? Uh, just there was ballpark in it. The light, the bulb was $44, and then I got charged for labor. Oh, so you paid more than that. Oh, the yeah. bulb itself oh, was $45. Yeah. Oh, I paid more. Yeah, yeah, I paid more. And the labor wasn't that much. I was surprised because it takes literally probably four minutes to do. But I was surprised they didn't charge me for like an hour of labor. Yeah, I don't know how to do any of that stuff, Jerry. Yeah, you, we discussed that. Do you know how to clean, you know, like on the, since you you worked in a gas station and you did uh, ma- car maintenance? Yeah. Do you know what's the best way? You know how uh, headlights on cars get foggy? Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. I used, uh, not long ago, I used a um, the magic eraser on it. Yeah. And that seemed to work for a little while. Uh, because I only say it seemed to work because the magic eraser was filthy when I was done using it. Right. On the the headlights to try to make them shinier. Well, that's but or I to think, make them clearer. I mean, I think the fog part you're talking about is actually inside, though. That's what I thought. You clean the the dirt off the outside of the headlight, but I do believe if you want to clean what you're talking about, I think you've got to get inside the light. Because I had uh, my car in for repairs a couple weeks ago, and they gave me a loaner car, which was a yeah. brand new car, and the headlights were beautiful. Like I felt like, wow, this is what it's like to have your lights on. I used to have a friend who used to have a beat-up old Camaro, and he would always, he would never wash the car, but he would always make sure the windshield, the back window, and the side windows were crystal clear, and that the lights and the taillights were clean. I'd be like, Mike, wash the car. Ah, that's for fools. I make sure the important stuff's clean. What does that mean? Well, that's why I used to worry about I never worry about the outside of my car, because that's so out of my control. Right. So I like to try to keep the inside of my car clean. Yes, I wish I did that. Because that way I can control it. But I, it's not, I'm not great with it. I'm better than you because when I go down to sometimes pay your parking for you and I get a look-see inside your car. Well, what do you see, though? All the baseball equipment? Well, I see a lot of, like, um, you, you know, when you pay for parking, you have a ticket you have to put in the window. I clean that once a you week. You just keep them scattered all over your uh, car. That's not true. I clean them every Friday. The oh, problem Friday. is by the end, by Friday, there's 15 of them in there. You have a lot of tickets. Uh, there can be, yes. Jerry, let me give you a story here from Los Angeles. And it's actually kind of, uh, I, I never like to give criminals credit, but this is kind of a... Well, we kind of did yesterday with the Jared so? guy. Oh, we had no the, problem with that criminal. The criminal who beat up Jared, uh, formerly of Subway, yeah. in the prison. Right. That's true. So this one, this is a guy. He's uh, 44 years old. He's in the Los Angeles area. Uh, this article gives his name out, which I'm not going to do just because I'm not sure. Jerry, I don't want, I don't want this guy suing our podcast. Yeah, no, that would be terrible. Uh, so this is uh, according to CBS Los Angeles. A 44-year-old man, he goes on dating websites. He... Uh, finds girls that he asks out on dates right. uh, that agree to go on dates with him. He goes to dinner with them. He orders two entrees because he's, quote, working out and needs the protein. Okay. Orders two uh, uh, entrees for himself. The girl orders an entree. He orders a bunch of drinks. At the end of dinner, before, like, you would do coffee dessert, he excuses himself to go to the bathroom. He does not come back. And he leaves the girl with the bill. Why? Because he's just getting free meals now. He's set up dating profiles just to go out, get free meals, you know, dine at nice restaurants, get two entrees, get a couple drinks. That's terrible. And then he splits. Like, why would you give, like, why would the thought of giving him credit for anything oh. even come up? Well, it is an interesting. 
He's a scam artist. Yeah, it's an interesting scam, though. I think it sucks. It does suck, Jerry. My bad. I'm going to take that back. I'm going to edit that out in the beginning, and I'm going to uh, I'm going to edit this in. Jerry, here's a real terrible criminal. Let's put that in. in yeah, I like that better. That sounds better. Yep, 44-year-old dude. That's what he's up to, Jerry. All right. I never did that. I was on dating websites. I always pay. That was the thing that sucked about like doing like Match.com or something. You spend a lot of money on girls you don't really know. Yeah, or... because you know immediately whether there's a connection or not. For sure. And you'd get there and you'd be like, well, I got to be a good guy and buy the, buy the, well, you normally would only do drinks yeah. first time. Yeah. Um, or appetizers or whatever the heck it was. But yeah, you don't want to be like a scumbag. So you pay. <laughs> You know, you got to be a nice yes. gentleman, Jerry. That would look awful if you didn't. But it would suck if you get, ah, oh, man, I'm about to blow 50 bucks for nothing. That I'm not even, like, feeling this one. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, let me take you now, Jerry, to a story coming out of Beijing. Oh, I know where that is. In China. They're up on the latest um, sort of technology there. Right. So they have public toilets in Beijing, and they were having a problem with people stealing toilet paper. People were pulling down on the rolls and just taking Sounds like toilet people paper that would steal and toilet paper. Pods. Exactly. Yeah. So they built into these toilets face recognition software <laughs> so that every person that went in there and sat down on the toilet to poop was rationed out 24 to 27 and a half inches of toilet paper. Wow. If you needed more, it would not dispense it for another nine minutes. Why not make them pay for it? Well, people said, well, what if I have diarrhea? Yeah, fair, fair A point. good question, right? They do have a staff at these toilets. So you would have to alert the staff that you do, in fact, have diarrhea, and then I they mean, would give you toilet on. paper. Well, you're, yeah. hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem with that. All right. Again, there should be some sort of a way to pay for extra if you need it. Extra toilet paper, yeah. Here's the problem with what you're saying. You're in the act. Mm-hmm. Most people don't know that they're going to have that before they actually have it. Sometimes you can feel it in your body. Sometimes, not every time. Right. You're supposed to get up. Ugh. 24 inches of toilet paper. I use that on the first wipe. All right. Okay. So I would really be in full-on need of more toilet paper. I'd have to alert the staff as soon as I got there. You'd be a disaster. I would be a disaster there. You don't like buying toilet paper. I mean, your mom buys you your toilet paper. Yeah, the good thing for me is I'd never buy toilet paper. My mother gets it for me, and then when I see her every couple of weeks, she just gives me a big bag of toilet paper, which is nice. I checked more my... embarrassing. Well, it's not in front of anyone. Not for her, for you. Other than my sisters find it odd no really mm-hmm. because your sisters are normal oh they have normal families and such. you have issues okay golden I, boy they call me my uh, i wonder why sisters I'm i sure don't know why I'm, it's a good question i'm sure they do oh he's got everything he's and by on the way TV every morning he's got a good job oh no kids for him okay he can do whatever he wants whatever he wants he's got plenty of cash his mommy buys him his toilet paper oh golden boy well by the way they both have sons they treat them like golden boys so that's a problem. No mocking me. <laughs> like, my one sister always gets toilet paper for her son. How for... old is her son? Well, he's six. Me. <laughs> but he's not responsible for that yet. You idiot. <laughs> yep. All the toilet paper he wants. And Let's he expects see. it Hold to on. be there. Let's see how... 
her little golden boy is doing when he's 46. 46? Yes. Well, he's a young boy right now. It's another right, 40 years. Which is years. why you've kind of gone a little too far there. Oh. That's not right. So you don't think it's similar. You just compared yourself to a six-year-old. Well, I'm just saying he gets stuff handed to him and no one goes, oh, he's getting everything for free. By the way, speaking of ages, I want to give you a lot of credit because you had one of the best tweets I've seen in a long time today. All right, Jerry, what is that? Please that the uh, regale the, the audience. <laughs> when you were playing the uh, the song from what's his name from the Beatles from um, Jesus Christ, the drummer. Ringo but, Starr. From Ringo Starr. You're 16. You're, you wrote... What did you write? About- I wrote uh, <laughs> that uh, the death of Chuck Berry from this past week, right. and then this song by Ringo Starr reminded me that back in the day, there were multiple hit Adults. songs about hot 16-year-olds. <laughs> there was a bunch of them. You know, it's so funny. Is I've always thought that. I've never really seen it in print like that. Right. But you do wonder, like, at what point did that become wrong? Because clearly it wasn't right. in the 50s and 60s. Well, one guy wrote to me, he goes, uh, you got to give, give credit to Winger in the 80s. They up theirs to she's only 17. <laughs> I was like, yes, right. That, that was nice of them. <laughs> Jesus. God. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Yeah. So you had uh, Sweet Little 16 Chuck Berry. Right. You had 16 your, Candles. You're 16, You're Beautiful. 16 Candles. Yep. Uh, there was a Sam Cooke song about a, a 16-year-old. They were all over the place, Jerry. I mean, God Almighty. Young Girl by the Gap Band or something like that. I mean. And now you go to jail. And now you would go to jail for that. Right, exactly. It definitely wouldn't be on the radio. No, 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 no. There's no chance it would be on the radio. If somebody put out a song about sixteen year hot 16-year-olds today, they'd be, they'd be condemned. <laughs> Not they, number one on the Billboard no, charts. They, w- they would be banned from the business, banned. I would think. Exactly. Yeah. You ought to try that. Put out a song and see if you can get a hit with that. You're 16, you're beautiful, and you're mine, weirdos. That one's been done already. Oh, they did that. Jerry, my musical tastes uh, are more mature than that. I would hope so. All of the music I listen to is about adults. And I listen to all of that music on my Sonos system. Now, what is Sonos, Jerry? You're probably wondering. I'm not wondering. Oh. <laughs> I have it like you do. So there's speakers that you set up all over your house for your music and your podcast listening. And it is controlled through a Sonos app, Jerry. And what it allows you to do, it hooks up to your Wi-Fi. And you can play uh, music in all of your rooms, some of your rooms. You could have a podcast in one room on one Sonos speaker. You could have a rock concert going on a Sonos speaker in your living room. That's the way it works, Jerry. That's how I do all of my music listening. I live alone, so for me, Sonos is my friend. I well, come home, I turn it on, and I feel like I have people there. I don't live alone, which is why oh. I think Sonos works better for me. Oh, how so? Well, I have a 12-year-old who's all into music right now, so he's got his own Sonos speaker in his room. I've got okay. one in the dining room, I've got one in the living room, and i got one upstairs. So if I want to work out in the living room, yes, that's where I actually exercise. i got my Sonos speaker, we turn up the volume, control it with the phone, fantastic, Vol- everything. Upstairs, my wife could be listening to something else. All the while, my son's listening to his favorite tunes, or he's even into podcasts now. How about that? Is that right? Yeah, which is really weird because I walked by his house. I, I heard a voice. I'm like, what is going on in there? And I knocked on the door, and he's sitting there. He was reading a book, and he had a I won't say which one, but he had a podcast going, and it was coming from the Sonos speaker. It sounded great. I thought it was a real person in his room. Was it this podcast? It was, actually was not. Oh, and okay. For, it's funny you say that because for a split second— 
when I heard the voices, and he had told me a couple of weeks ago he started listening to a podcast here and there. When I heard the voices, I'm like, is he listening to like one of ours? Or and then I'm thinking maybe yours. And it was. It was actually a sports podcast, not what we do. Oh, I see. But, uh, yeah, pretty cool, though. The Sonos system is working out great. Hmm. Sonos, Jerry. You're spelling that S-O-N-O-S? N-O-S. Sonos. Sonos.com for all the information. Listen, you listen to what you want to listen to in the room you want to listen to it in. They even have a sound bar and bass yeah. for your uh, surround sound yep. in your living room. There's nothing they can Very do cool, audio-wise. Jerry. It's awesome. Sonos.com. Uh, Jerry, a man in Canada has been fined almost $20,000. What'd he do? Uh, by a, a court there in Alberta, Canada. He filled up 100 helium balloons, 100 balloons, attached them to a lawn chair, and went flying. <laughs> the lawn chair went flying, or he went well, flying he was in, in the, the lawn He was chair. strapped in the lawn chair, and he sent himself up on like a balloon. Now, there was a cartoon movie. Okay. That yes. was, I forget what the name of Up. the movie was. Is that what it was called? It was Up. called Up, yes. Yeah, was that simple? I don't remember that. It was at a terrible ending. I mean, the ending was okay, but the middle of it was miserable because the guy loses his wife. It's a cartoon for Christ's right. sake. Uh, but that was how he moved around with his house. He picked up the house with all the balloons and took off. The Howard Stern Show uh, tried to convince um, Eric the actor, who was a uh, gentleman uh, who was uh, confined to a wheelchair, they wanted to see if he would be interested in this. Uh, he has since passed. Um, he passed away, but he he turned out not to be interested in this. But it is doable. This guy got up in the air, 27 years old. He flew two and a half miles over Calgary. Come on, two? Did he really? Yeah. But he got in trouble for flying into airspace. How high did he go? Uh, Does it say? May, I think maybe two and a half miles means that's how high up he went. No way. Maybe. Two and a half miles? I did that. I'm not sure about Jerry. you realize how far up that is? The Canadian news caught up with him, and they asked him why would he do such a thing. Quote from him, why climb the highest mountains? Why 85 years ago fly the Atlantic? Why do the Oilers play the Flames? I chose to fly a chair. I'm sorry. Why did the Oilers play the Flames? Yeah, I don't know why that he was put part that of in that, that equation. Was part of his rant. I chose to fly a chair, not because it is easy, but because it is hard. Because that goal served to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills. They didn't charge the Wright brothers. They're the guys who invented airplanes. <laughs> it's pretty hard to take it seriously when you guys are asking me these questions based on me flying a lawn chair. Do we call this balloonautics now? Balloon, balloon knot? Balloonautics. Oh, balloonautics. Instead of aeronautics. Oh, balloonautics, yes. Well, I guess it's really no different than a hot air balloon. I guess it's not, but... I never understood what? that. How do they control a hot air balloon? I have no idea. Right? I do not know the answer to that. I don't know. I know how you get it up in the air. How do you steer it and get it down on the ground? Don't know. I want to know if you were in this in this lawn chair, though, yeah. at what point do you start crapping your pants? Uh, like, holy crap, it's working. 30 feet up in the air. <laughs> By the way, 30 feet's kind of high. Very high. Which is why two and a half miles is not true. Yeah, I guess that means he, he was able to fly a two right. and a half mile distance. Right, I would think so. But he was up high enough that he was in the airspace, and thus that's what got him in trouble. That is tremendous. Hmm. Can you imagine if you could take a, an air balloon a lawn chair to work every day? Yeah. Like, how do you get that down? I don't know. You start popping them? Maybe. Uh, yeah, you would have to, I guess. Whoa. 
And finally, Jerry, a London-based company is starting what they call a sexy cereal line. This sounds stupid. Okay. That's right. It's not in stores yet, but they're hoping to get them in stores soon for $10 a box. Dildos and cock rings and milk? I mean, what are we doing? Well, I'm not sure what that means, Jerry. Those terms. Oh, those are shapes. Okay. You tell me what it means. I'll give you some examples. You have floating breasts? Porn flakes instead of corn flakes. Oh, so it's just the name? Probably. Oh, I thought this was going to be like a themed cereal where you saw little penises floating around in the milk and little breasts. Little All landing right. strips, okay. if you will. Well, let me see. Maybe maybe I'll get some more information here as I'm scanning this. Okay. Uh, porn Flakes I told you about. Uh, this one's an interesting title. I'm going to say it because Eddie will never be able to use this anyway. Sugar Tits. <laughs> A cereal. Has a topless mermaid on it. And then finally, Booty Pops. Booty Pops, Jerry. Yeah. It's a, a Kim Kardashian-type inspired cereal, Booty Pops. And what is the cereal? Well, it's a, a spoof on uh, Corn Pops. So, so I again, guess it's really just generic cereal so that they're just slapping a fun name on. So they're using something that resembles Corn Flakes and calling it Porn Flakes. Got it. Well, that sounds like that's going to be a winner. I don't know what cereal sugar tits is. It's hard for me to figure out here, but it must be some sugar-based cereal, I imagine. Sugar Smacks. Oh, Sugar Smacks, right? probably. Is that what yep. that was called? Yes. <laughs> what was your cereal as a kid? Did you have one? Uh, I had a couple of cereals I liked as a kid. I love, And I still, not that I eat it anymore, but um, Crunch Berries. Okay. Well, Phenomenal. Captain Crunch. Phenomenal. Um Lucky Charms. I love the Lucky Big Charms. Winner. That, but the problem is that's two, three bowls. I mean, it's right because it weighs nothing. Feels like it weighs yeah. nothing. Uh, I did like Fruity Pebbles for a while. Me too. Same thing though. I mean, it's just it's just gone. What about Choco? Uh, Choco Not Count Pebbles? Chocula. No, or yeah, but the the Flintstones had a Choco Flintstones one too. Cocoa Krispies. Cho- Cocoa Pe- Pe- Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles. Oh, whatever. Like that. It was. Yeah, yeah. Cocoa. I like Pebbles. that too. Absolutely. There were Cocoa Puffs. I actually like them all. Really yeah, because they were pure, like eating a, a chocolate candy. Right now, in a I bowl. Eat, now I eat plain bran flakes and grape <laughs> and nuts of uh, of blueberries. Yeah, or I'll eat oatmeal and strawberry. I mean, what the hell has yeah, happened it to sucks, us? Sucks, Jerry. By the way, I, I was I, I did not like that phone call today. Which one did By you the get? Jackass that called up about you know I live in a country where I didn't blot my pizza. And right. I ate a ch- shut up. Just shut up. It's I, come honestly. out that you and I would blot the grease off of our and pizza. I don't, well, by the way, why I, would you eat grease? I don't blot the grease off the pizza all the time. When I when there's pizza that has, you know, if my wife puts pepper. Not that we get it often, but if she'll put pepperoni on the pizza, that's to me is just gets heinous, the amount of oil that's on it. A regular slice of pizza, I usually don't. Right, but, unless the place know, is terrible with the with the oil. Right, unless it's just so just disgustingly saturated in right. it. Right. Then I will, but the whole thing with the chicken wings had nothing to do with not wanting to eat. I still can't wrap my head around eating it after watching that stupid documentary a couple of weeks about ago. About chickens and so meats? he can just shut up. You uh, can that, suck it, sir. Yes, and someone, I had a couple of people tell me I was very rude because I told them really? to enjoy dying at 55. Well, I enjoyed that. Eddie and I, <laughs> Eddie and I had a good laugh in that room when you Did said you that. really? Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> well, I would have actually said more, but Craig cut him off, so... Oh. There was no response. All right, Jerry, the warm-up show is next. It was terrific this morning. And it's coming up. Did you normally like to say goodbye here? No, you've taken control. Oh, okay. So? Warm-up right now.
It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. And a very good Thursday morning, Al. What's up? Oh, there's my microphone. Oh, hi, Jerry. Now, I see a couple of things on the show sheet in the rundown here, and one caught my eye uh, because I read the same article I think you read yesterday about NBA players on the road. Yeah, they're saying that the uh, they have a GM who won't be named and a couple of former players who are not using their names, saying that nowadays uh, NBA players' performance on the road is improved because instead of having to spend all night going out to the clubs to pick up women, uh, they just go on Tinder or their Instagram account. Right. They uh, message with these girls. They meet up. There's no drinks. There's no spending all night in the clubs, and there's no dinner afterwards. And it leads to eight to nine hours of sleep thereafter because they're not wasting that yes. time in the bar. Yes. It, the whole thing was basically comparing the road trips of yesteryear to now. Now you've got the private jets, whereas in the past they were talking about how back-to-backs teams are playing better now. And teams at home as opposed to on the road were so much better years ago than they are now. Used to be, forget the spread, but it used to be a safe bet. Knicks at home against the Hawks. Take the Knicks. They're going to win 70% of the time at home in that game. Now it's not like that. It's a little closer to 50-50. You're still trending in, in the better direction, but it's closer to 50-50. And they were saying how in years past, if a team played a road game in Atlanta and then played in New York the next night, they would they would play the game in Atlanta. They'd go back to the hotel, probably be out all night doing whatever because they got to kill time, and then get to the, okay, then get to the airport at 5 a.m. for a 6.30 flight, get into New York, and then play that game that night. Now they take the private jet, and they're out the door very quickly, and they get into their city so they could go out if they wanted when they get into the new city. But because of these new apps and things like that, they're sleeping better and having more of the other stuff. Relations. Relations. I would go Instagram over Tinder because Tinder, you still would have to convince a girl who you are if she doesn't know who you are. On Instagram, these uh, basketball players already have – girls on there that are interested in them and know who they are. They don't, have to, they don't have to say, I'm an NBA player. You think they have, like, different followers from different cities just yes. waiting for them to come into that city, hoping, hey, he maybe picks me? Yes. <laughs> it's possible. And you try to, um, they call that sliding into the DMs, Jerry, when you yes. send someone a direct message. Right. I thought you had a follow back, though. So mm-hmm. if you see someone you like that's following you, I guess you follow them and then you send the direct message. Is that how it works? I guess so. You know, I have my um, my Twitter set up so people can uh, direct the message me uh, just as a way to get in touch with me. Oh, I didn't know that. No, yeah, you, could, you that. could set it up that way. But probably that's what happens on Instagram. The basketball player gets a, uh, a good-looking woman who's following him, so he goes, well, let me click on her, and then he direct messages her. Hmm. Sliding into the quite DMs, the little Jerry. game. Quite the little it game. It is quite the little game, but improving performance of NBA players on the road. <laughs> Isn't that all that matters? So that's all good. Jerry, you're a golfer, yes? I like used you to do be. golf sometimes. You I used follow to. golf. Yeah, sure. You're aware golf exists as yes, a sport. I happen to enjoy it, yes. You watch sometimes. Sure. So the wrestler, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, he's very hulked up. You know what I'm saying? A large fellow, uh, large muscularly. He claims that he hit a uh, driver, golf ball, with a driver, uh, 490 yards, and that he plans on breaking the record and hitting a golf ball 515 yards. 
Someone caught up with John Daly and said, impossible that the rock is hitting a ball that far. John Daly said it was John impossible. Daly said he did not think that that was happening because he has seen the best golfers, the biggest golfers, the strongest golfers not be able to hit the ball 490. Right. Saying you hit the ball 400, that's a that's a good massive drive. God. <laughs> right, Jerry? It's unbelievable. I used to like when I would go to the driving range, if I could get it out to the 150 mark, Ugh. I'd be like. No, stop it. Look at that. What are you going to do with that? Make a par three? In my head, I was like, that's farther that's than a football terrible. field. It's that's terrible. a big drive. Uh, I, have you ever watched the long drive competitions? No. They are insanely long with the way they hit the ball. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Um, you know, they swing violently at the ball. Their their club head speed is is off the charts. So there's something to it. Could he hit the ball 500 yards? I have no idea. I don't know because I don't understand how in those long drive championships – I wonder, are they using the proper golf ball that the guys on tour use? Are the uh, the clubs legit? Are they legal? I don't know. It seems like an awfully long way to hit a golf ball. So could he do it? I don't know. He's a strong guy, but usually having big biceps doesn't exactly uh, usually equate to long drives on the golf course. How far do you think the magnificent Morocco could hit a golf ball? I don't ball? know who that is. Oh, he was a wrestler in the 80s. The magnifi- magnificent Morocco? No, no. Is that the guy who used to work with us? Magnificent Morocco. The magnificent Morocco. I don't know. I, I would say 225. He feuded with Jimmy Snuka. I remember Superfly. In the 80s, yeah. But I remember he's him. passed away, so he's. Uh, Superfly, well, it was recently. Uh, very recently. What about yeah. the Morocco? Morocco's still alive, as he's far as alive. I know. So he's got to be in his 60s or 70s? Um, no, I probably. Uh, yeah, maybe 60s. Maybe 60s? Maybe 60s. 60s. Yeah, maybe two and a quarter. Shout out to Don Morocco if he's listening, Jerry. He's a local Jersey guy. <laughs> is he really? Uh-huh. I'm not sure who that is. And then um, uh, Jim Harbaugh was interviewed, like was interviewed in GQ Magazine, a magazine which I get a subscription to for you some do? reason. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I like to be up on... Is that just to have out on the coffee table no. when someone comes over and they say, wow, he gets GQ? No, I feel like I do pick up some stylish tips from keep, the magazine. Keep telling yourself that. Evidently, yeah. That's right. I like to just know what's going on. Look at a newspaper. Fashion-wise. Oh. Okay. But anyway, uh, Jim Harbaugh was interviewed there, and, and he claims that uh, he wears his khakis everywhere. Okay. Uh, lounging around the house. Right. At a, an event where you must dress up nicely, uh, and even goes to the gym in his khakis. Well, you go to the gym in jeans, so why I went, can't he go in khakis? I only went one time in jeans because I was at a hotel and I didn't pack gym clothes. What do they say? Once a cheat, always a cheat. Skinny jeans. <laughs> Once I a in... jeans worker outer, always a jeans worker outer. Skinny jeans. And it was one of those uh, <laughs> hotel gyms where there was, it was like small, not yeah. a lot of people in it. No one wants like, to work out, especially right. when they're away. Yeah. So I was like, I can go in there in my jeans. Yeah. Of course you can. Probably Skinny jeans. A great look. And do some bicep curls. By the way, the khakis are like the best invention because he happens to be right about that. You can wear that Versatile. with a coat. A shirt and tie, you can wear it with a collared shirt, you could wear it with whatever. What would that cowboy get up you're in right now? Western wear. Whatever you want to call it. Khakis are the way to go. Yeah, khakis don't feel comfortable to me. I feel like I'm I'm going somewhere that's kind of dressing up, like you have to kinda dress up in khakis. Plus, I don't know if it's pleat, pleat pants in, well, you flat you got GQ. Front. How do you not have these That's answers? Great point, Jerry. You're not reading that magazine, are you? Just check it out. It's there. for show on the coffee table. Pretty much as I thought. We'll take a quick mm. break. Boomer and Carton coming up in a couple of minutes on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry.
It's like a podcast on the radio. So I was just getting up the USB Puerto Rico 8 nothing to win the WBC at Dodger Stadium last night. Uh, shocker, the Knicks did not win. They lost to the Jazz 108-101. And the Islanders came back in the third period, beat the Rangers 3-2. A couple of other stories. Where do you want to go first? Let me go with this uh, Tony Jefferson. Yep. Safety who signed with the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Who I think actually uh, did meet with the Jets. Uh, Jets and Cleveland Browns. That's right. And uh, he was in deciding uh, which team he was going to sign with. He thought it's very important as to how I look in uniform. So he went to his uh, Madden video game and uh, created himself as a Raven, a Jet, and a Brown. Yes. And decided he looked best in the Ravens uniform. You know where he got that from? Which thing? The the idea. No, where? GQ. <laughs> he does not subscribe to GQ. How do you know? He very well could. Maybe there was a little GQ tip. Although he seemed to have made his decision based on the Ravens alternate black on black yeah. uniform. Which, how often are you really going to wear I that? I have no idea. I don't know the answer to that. Well, I no one looks know. good in a Browns uniform. Uh, <laughs> right? And by the way, it's orange. It's, it's orange. I mean, they wear brown, but it's orange. Uh, I, yeah, the Jets, he would look good in. But I, I like the fact that he based his future on what he looks better in. Right. I mean, is what, that where we're at? Yes. Who do, how do I want to see myself on television? And then I, I found this interesting, Jerry. Doug Gottlieb. Yeah. Who uh, was here at the CBS Sports Network. He still is for a couple more weeks, he I is. think. Yeah. Then he's moving to uh, Fox. Oh, okay. But I see he's up for a uh, college basketball job at Oklahoma State. No, good Boring. Time. Good luck. Now, Based on what experience should he get that job? Boring. Uh, based on a great career. No experience coaching-wise. Doesn't right. mean he can't do it, though. It doesn't mean he can do it. Uh, no, not, but I mean, did anybody think Jason Kidd could coach? But shouldn't he be an assistant somewhere, Jerry? You could make the case, but there's no reason he can't do it. A high school I mean, somewhere? The hardest Boring. part of coaching is actually not coaching. It's the recruiting and the fundraising and all that stuff. He'd probably be very good at all that, so... If he gets kids in, uh, you know, running a practice, I don't think will be much of an issue for him. He's done it. He's seen it. I'm sure he could get through it. So good for him. If he gets it, great. If what do you think's an great. easier job, talk show host or college basketball coach for you, Jerry? I don't do either. Well, you NCAA <laughs> tournament coverage continues. <laughs>